The Henderson Eels Football Club in Solomon Islands says the secret behind securing the first ever professional European football contract for a locally based player is sending the right candidate. This week, the country's rising football star, Rafael Leai, signed for Bosnian top flight club FK Velez Mostar for an undisclosed amount of money. The Solomon Islands International is valued at £250,000 on one international transfer market website. I spoke with Eels Football Club President Hudson Wakil shortly after the news of the signing broke this week and began by asking him how it all came about. Yeah, we, we cropped the opportunity when it, it's uh, arised uh, last year. Actually, we were trying to send the Rafael to Turkey so that he could make a trial with the, another club in Turkey. But due to the visa issue, we, 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 we got the other way around. We, just, we sent him to Bosnia so that he can have a preparation with the FK Veles, the, current, the one that are currently signing him now. So the, the initial intention is to send him to, to Bosnia, make some preparation there before he can go over to uh, Turkey. Uh, the reason why we go that way is because we, we, we believe and we think that it's good for Rafael so that he can feel the, the actual uh, European football so he can train and he have a chance of, of signing a contract with the Turkish side. So when he actually went to uh, Bosnia and he started training and the, the, the club that he's supposed to be trained with them, they actually interested in him to sign him. So we have a discussion and communication. Uh, as a person who who sponsored Rafael, I accept the, the arrangement or the offer. The, the very reason I accept the offer is it's quite uh, it's very expensive to keep uh, sponsoring someone who lives in Europe. As I mean, you might already aware. Mm-hmm. So when the they interested in him, we accept it because I'm not really much interested in what he signed for right now, but I believe that he he can grow, he can add value to himself. So if he he go under the right training, with the right training, so this is why we accept what the Veles offers and we allow him and release him so that he can sign with them and continue train with them, develop with them, and in the future they, they can sell him for something much, much higher. So is um so the just so I get it clear the the Turkish um, ambition is is now over with this signing for now is that the understanding? Uh, yes, for for my arrangement it's not over. I should say that, but for from for his new club they can pursue it because he already I already released him. He can sign with them. So with the with this new club they have uh, like the right. To sell him to any more, any other club who interested in him in the in the near future. But for our uh, original aim, which is to send him to, to Turkey, I think yes, it's over. Um, now a little bit about Rafael himself. I, I had the the pleasure of hosting him at our home here in Wellington while he was um, here um, earlier in in his career. Uh, qu- yes. Quite a quite a quite a standout player for Solomon Islands. Can you can you probably explain from your your perspective what sets him apart from other players given this is a breakthrough into um, the European footballing scene for a Solomon Island player? Yes, I think one of the things that I, I, I believe that Rafael is 
different from most of our players is the discipline wise and his uh, eagerness to continue push his uh, I mean to challenge himself and push himself to to achieve more I mean higher goals. Like for example, Rafa, uh, in, in here in Solomon, most of these players they they only train once a day, like in the evening. Uh, maybe very few players they they train in the morning and in the, in the evening. But for Rafael, he trains three times a day. Even our club, we only uh, training once a day, only in the evenings. But he do his own training in the morning and he do his own training during the lunch hour. And he joined the the rest of the boys in the evening. And even some of the days, he he trained four four times. He trained with the national team, with our club, and with do his own training. So one of the things I I found that Rafael is a bit different from others is he's he's very disciplined. He don't consume alcohol. He don't smoke. He don't go out. He mostly go to church and his his training. And the other one is he's really continue pushing himself, like two more training so that he can uh, always be the top of his football. Yes, and um, probably worth talking about the impact or even the the influence of futsal in Solomon Islands. I know Ra- Rafael also comes from that pedigree. Um, how important is that, that futsal beginning for young Solomon Islands players coming through the ranks? I think football, uh, the futsal, it's true, truly have impacts on on Rafael and the rest of the Solomon Island players. One of the reasons I believe that it has an impact on the on a, on the Solomon players is you don't have to play in a uh, in a big field. So like in Solomon, we don't have many many we don't have a lot of fields available for for players to use. So we just use whatever small grounds available to play. Like here in Solomon, most of these uh, our players they train on the the road on the side of the houses, just in a even very small uh, ground we play. So yes, football, uh, football really have impact because this is where uh, most of these uh, boys they have access to to those small pitches. So now, given that we have a two or three available standard um, futsal ground, a futsal uh, uh, field, I think the level of football here will be growing to a new height. Now, um, uh, can we speak, uh, Is, it, is it, are you able to disclose uh, anything about the financial side of the contracts with Lai, what maybe the club got, what his signing salary might be, that kind of detail? Uh, I'm, I think <laughs> I'm not in a position to, to disclose it. Because um, if I could uh, have uh, a, um, permission from the club or Rafael himself, yeah. But what what I should say is um, he signed a one and a half year deal with the club. They will be now now under the contract. Rafael is uh, fully paid. He has a salary for this uh, one and one and a half year deal. Uh, all the details himself, I don't really uh, know it. But I might um, get it from the Rafael himself and the clubs sometime soon. Yeah, but for now, um, yeah, I don't really have much information on that as well. That's totally fine. No worries. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there, there has been quite a debate um, locally, just, just um, uh, in Solomon Islands, about the merits of um, football pathways through New Zealand, through Australia. 
and and uh, often the views are that Europe is a step too far for for Solomon Islands should focus more on local development and that. But achieving this, what what's the significance in in that light? Sort of talking about pathways for Solomon Islands footballers. For football uh, pathways, uh, I think there are many pathways for our Solomons to follow, especially to to secure a professional contract. All it, all all, all these uh, of these path, uh, pathways, they all lead into same uh, goals or same aim, which is to secure a, a, a professional contract. So either going through New Zealand or Australia or direct to Europe, I think the, they all lead into the same uh, aims and goals. Uh, the biggest uh, obstacle here is the, the final side of it. Uh, most times going to New Zealand or Australia, it's much cheaper, but you will still end up in Europe if you like to go to Europe. But nowadays you'll see most of these Europeans, they come and play in Australia. So while we're trying to go to Europe, it's Europe they come to us. So I don't really see much much uh, problem with this uh, pathway. As soon as you have the money, you have the the right player. I think if anyone can still secure a contract like like the one that Rafael just signed. For for myself, I think um, I can still uh, help somebody or anyone that has a similar capability like Rafael, whether he's Solomon Islander or any island any Pacific Island uh, player, I'm willing to assist. Yes, like so so many times, uh, Pacific Island people try to stay and send their kids to to Europe and other places. But no matter how much money you spend sending your kids to to abroad, if he doesn't have the quality, have, doesn't have the capability, he will just uh, waste your time. So I think again about the pathway doesn't really uh, make sense to me. I think sending the right player is the the most important something. I can send a lot of players, but if I don't send the right player, then none of them will sign a contract. Yeah, so I think sending the right player is the, the most important aspect here. Mm-hmm. And um, just in terms, maybe while I have you, uh, uh, one of the senior figures in, in sort of football in Solomon Islands, there have been a few big announcements recently about football in Oceania. Um, obviously, the the new um, qualification um, slots for Oceania going to the World Cup, also the 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 more professional regional Oceania League, also um, uh, some some really really um, encouraging uh, developments in football on, on the horizon for for the Pacific. If I can get your your views and comments on that, yes, I think that the, appro- the approach that Oceania is taking, I think it's a it's a right approach uh, in terms of. Um, Putting our our Pacific Island teams to a stage where much closer to uh, the footballing nations like in Europe, in South America, in Africa, in Asia. So it's a right right uh, approach. And for as a nation, as a Solomon Island, I think in order for Solomon Island to be competitive on a regional or even international uh, level, I think we must fully participate in those. Uh, uh, competition, and we must also try to to send our players to join the professional league abroad, even New Zealand, Australia, and if we have opportunity to send to Europe and Asia. So I think it's a it's a right approach that Solomon must must fully participate in it. Hudson, thank you so much. Uh, I know you're you're a very busy person. Thank you for making time to speak with us today. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas, and you're welcome. 
Rafael Leal's new club, Vélez Mostar, has a rich history in European football. Under the former Yugoslavia, it finished runner-up in the National League three times in the 1970s and 80s, and it even reached the quarter-finals of the UEFA Cup in the 1974-75 season.